0: Hi, I'm Nancy Helmick, a reporter for USA Today. I've covered diet and fitness for USA Today for more than 30 years. And what I've seen over and over again is that many of us are desperate to lose weight. I know I always am. A new book suggests that doing something as simple as a kitchen makeover could help you slim down. I'm here with Brian Wansink, the author of the new book, Slim by Design. I followed Brian's research for years. It's fascinating. He's director of Cornell University's Food and Brand Lab. So Brian, Tell us what your research team has found. In your book, you recommend decluttering the kitchen. What? It, why is that?
1: Well, it's a great example. If you declutter your kitchen, you're likely to snack about half as much as you typically would. What happens is you feel like you're in control, and you uh, end up snacking less and your kitchen's clean. Because what we found is that it's easier to become slim by design than slim by willpower. Willpower lasts a lifetime. Slim by design, you do once, and it's over.
0: Wow. I know willpower is really tough, so I really like this idea. On that note, what should you move out of sight in the kitchen, and what can you leave on the counters to make it easier on yourself?
1: We did this really cool study called the Syracuse Study where we weighed people up in Syracuse, New York, 240 households, and took pictures of what was on the counter. What we found is that if you have something like cereal on your counter, you'll weigh 20 pounds more than the person next door. So get rid of everything on your counter, cereal, cookies, chips, soda pop. The only thing you want on is a bowl of fruit. If you have a bowl of fruit, you're going to weigh, on average, eight pounds less than the family next door.
0: Wow. That sounds easy enough. Um, Another thing I saw in the book is that decluttering has a direct impact on snacking. Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Well, what happens with cluttering is that it looks like we're out of control. It looks like our kitchen's out of control, and all of a sudden we don't survive. Always would. What we found is that people who snack in a cluttered kitchen end up eating 40% more stuff than people who snack in a less cluttered kitchen. I could declutter my kitchen pretty easily. (laughs) You know, you talk a lot
0: about portion control in the book, and so what kind of serving bowls and spoons should people use
1: to lose weight? Yeah, you know, some people try to do portion control by measuring things out and weighing things. I mean, I mean, great. I'm I'm glad some people have time for that, but most of us don't. What's a whole lot easier to do instead is simply to use smaller bowls and smaller plates. We find on average if you use a smaller plate, um, our research has shown you end up serving about 22% less if you use a bigger plate. So if you use a 90 to 10 inch plate, you're going to serve less, you're going to eat less, and you're not going to know it. Same thing with serving bowls. Uh, we find little kids end up serving themselves, again, about 45% more cereal in a bigger bowl than a smaller bowl. So get rid of those big bowls. Oh, that's a small <laughs>
0: That's an easy change. I think we could all do that. I, know, I like also your ideas in the book about how to serve meals. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: You know, the thing is, is most, especially this, this really curses guys, is that we are, we tend to be fast eaters, and so we finish eating, and everybody else is eating in slow motion, so we have seconds and thirds and fourths of food, and just because it's sitting in front of us. But we find if you leave the serving bowls of the pasta or whatever on, the, on either the counter or on the stove, A typical person eats about 19% less food of anything that's served off the counter or off the stove compared to something that's sitting right in front of them. This benefits guys a whole lot more than women also.
0: Wow. Hear that, guys? That's great advice. (laughs) Any other suggestions that you would make to the listeners?
1: You know, I think the big first step would be to fill out simply the the scorecard, the Slim by Design scorecard, to see whether your kitchen's making you slim or making you fat because it's going to tell you what – moving you. It's also going to say exactly what you need to do to change, and you can find it at slimbydesign.org.
0: Great, great. Thanks so much, Brian. These are really good suggestions. It's always great to talk to you, Nancy. Thank you. Okay. For more health stories, go to usatoday.com.